Good morning, brothers and sisters. 很难得礼拜六早上，你们起来，然后参加宣道年会。And I'm happy to be here on a Saturday morning for our mission conference. 神给我们的呼召，昨天晚上我们说，不只是做一个事情，来是来跟从他。Last night we said that when God gives us the calling, it's not about doing something, but to follow Him. 先跟从他，我们才知道他要我们做什么。We need to first follow Him, then we know what He needs us to do. 我们昨天晚上也说，有时候神给我们的呼召。需要我们留下来。And uh, we also said last night that when God calls us, sometimes He wants us to stay where we are. 有时候他要我们出去。And sometimes He wants us to go out. 我们有这，我们需要跟神说，神 anytime, anything, anywhere. And we need to tell God anytime, anything, and anywhere. 就是说，什么时候，在哪里。做什么都可以，神，我的生命是属于你的。We need to say that, God, you can ask me to do anything at any time, at anywhere. 当我们愿意这样的时候，这样的跟从他，我们就没有一个很大的负担。When we are willing to follow him in such a way, there's not much burden. 那我我就不需要常想我要去哪里，我要做什么。We don't need to think about where I need to go and what I need to do. Because God's calling is not about doing things for Him, but to follow Him and uh, do what He wants us to do. God also blesses us with churches. I think this is a great, a big grace that God has blessed every Christian. He let the leaders in the church help us to see the guidance from, from him. And this morning, we are going to look at send. And sending is the responsibility of the church. We might have heard about the, the golden triangle about sending. Yeah, the sending triangle. So we have a missionary. We have church. And we have the sending organization. We need all three in order to send a missionary out. Historically, we see that we need a sending organization sending out missionaries uh, in order to bear fruit. So the theme of today's message is holding the rope. So this is the, the rope that you must hold when churches send out missionaries. 
um, William Carey， 他在出发去印度的时候，他就跟他的朋友 Andrew Fuller， 他说：“如果你为我拉着绳索，我就可以下到坑里面。” Before leaving for India, William Carey told his friend Andrew Fuller, "I will go down into the pit if you will hold the ropes." 有时候，当我们出去的时候，我们教会派出派出去短宣队。我们我现在在教会里面。也不是说短宣，因为短宣真的是我们所说所谓的短宣真的是太短了。So now we talk about short-term missionaries. I think short-term missionaries is truly too short. 所以我就只是做，只是说是 mission trip. So I only refer to it as a mission trip. 因为当我们去短宣或去一两个礼拜、几个礼拜的时候。Because when we go for short-term mission mission trips and we only go for one or two weeks, 那是很宝贵 It's very precious. Yeah, 不要误会我，短宣不重要，这些宣教队伍不重要 And please don't misunderstand me that short-term mission trips is not important. 但是通常一两个礼拜，我们的客人，我们的宣教士在工厂上把我们当作是客人，我们是 guest. Uh, often, when mission, missionaries go for short-term mission trips for only one or two weeks, they were treated more like a guest. They will drive me here and there, and they will have a very full schedule for what I will eat, what I will do. But that's not the reality for missionaries. 但是也是很重要。But it's also still important. 通常我们讲到宣教的时候，我们就讲我们把很多的 focus 重点放在宣教士上面身上。呃、uh, ，we often place a lot of importance on the missionary self. 我们把宣教士当作英雄。We treat them as heroes. 但是其实不只是宣教的工作，不只是宣教士。But the work is not only done by the missionary. There are also churches. There are also people who are praying. And those who are offering. And all these years when I was in the mission field, I truly feel that we are one team. Without the prayer and financial support, a missionary will not be able to survive in mission field. So we talk about the missionaries. We are sending those of us who are behind the scenes need to hold the rope tight. We will see that there is a group of us in the church. And their brothers and sisters worshiping. Not only we worship God. We from the scripture reading, we see that the Holy Spirit is speaking to them while they were worshiping. Then they are sent to the nations. And they will send people to all nations. There 
And Arthur has once said that a church's strength is not measured by its seating capacity, but its standing capacity. This is a great uh, point. So when we worship in churches, we should not only uh, care for ourselves, but also send people out so that all peoples and nations can be blessed through him. So in Acts chapter 13, verse 1 through 3, so we see that when these group of people gathers, we see that they are ministering to the Lord. And they were fasting. Then the Holy Spirit spoke to them. And we see that they were ministering and worshiping and fasting, and that's when the Holy Spirit spoke to them. Sending needs to come from the church. It's also the church's responsibility. Uh, and I am happy to see that CCCS is sending missionaries from its own congregation. And later we will talk more about how we should be sending. And it's not only the church sending upon hearing the Holy Spirit's calling, it also has something to do with partnership. Philippians chapter 4, verse 16 through 18 says, 保罗说, 你们一次两次打发人供给我的需要. Paul said, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. And the verse 18 says, I am amply supplied. And I have more than enough. And, and amply supplied. And some people say that don't let the missionaries to be too comfortable. Because in such way, they will not look up to the Lord. What do you think about this? Is it biblical? Why are we worried about missionaries being too comfortable? If a missionary lacks financial support, and we need to understand that they are human beings just like every one of us, 
。如果他们每天要想我下一餐有没有的时候，你你你想他们会不会很专心的去服食 ？If they need to worry about what do can I eat, uh, what how what do I need for the next meal, uh, do you think they can focus on serving the Lord? 所以我们差派教会差派宣教士要给他们足够的。So, so when the church is sending out missionaries, we need to give them ample supply. This is our responsibility. It's our responsibility. This is the church's It's the church's responsibility. I think when you see your children, your friends, you can enjoy the Lord's blessings in God, even if you enjoy the Lord's blessings, this is our privilege. It is a privilege if you see your sons and daughters, your brothers and sisters being amply supplied through God. I've also heard that a church should not support too many missionaries because what, what if the, the church has conflicts and end up breaking up? 我说，我就跟他们说，如果你你你现在就想到可能你教会会分裂，你就把那个种子放在每一个弟兄姐妹的脑子里面。And I said to them, if you are already considering the church being broken up, you are already planting a seed in brothers and sisters' hearts. 我觉得，当你当我们教会要差派宣教士，我们要顾到他们的很多的方面。So I think when we are sending missionaries, we need to consider many aspects for them. When we talk about missionaries, we need to think about some terms, some terms that are important. So when we talk about sending, there are some terms that are important. Here we also talk about the mission, Missio Dei. And one is Missio Dei. It's about God's work in the world. We call it mission. In English, it's mission. And that is about everything that God is doing in the world. And the mission without the S is about what the church or churches do in the world. And another phrase is missional. 那我们觉得嘛，我们基督徒其实基督徒应该常常有一个使命感。我去到哪里，我都是为上帝来做见证。And for every Christian, we need to have this missional mindset. 所以，但是有一个很重要的字就是 missions. And there is an important word called missions with the S. 那这边就讲到 mission 有 s， 就是说跨越边界，将福音带到那些有限或者未得福音的地方。And、missions with the s is about bringing gospels, crossing the boundaries to those with limited access to it. 为什么这样重要 ？Why is this important? 今天大部分的宣教士是在已经有福音的地方、有教会的地方做宣教。Because the majority of the missionaries serve in the people groups that have already heard the gospel. Actually, I should say, 
uh, actually, I should say that they are serving in people groups that have already uh, heard of the gospel. Because if that people group has already heard of the gospel and already has churches, it's most likely that they have a lot of opportunities to hear about the Lord. If we don't put a special emphasis on missions with the S, the unreached people groups will likely to have to wait longer to be reached. When everything is missions, I have mentioned this book to Anthony and also Pastor Jeff about this book called When Everything is Missions. It's a very small book, but has very important meanings. And then when everything missions is like a conversation about this topic, and there was a second book that followed uh, on the topic as well. Because all these years, we treat the work that we are doing outside the U.S. as mission work. I don't know if you have ever seen such a sign. You are now entering the mission field. It means that when you are leaving the church's parking lot, you are entering the mission field. And it is because of this, there are less and less missionaries going out. Unless we're reminded that we are going out to be a missionary to serve Jesus. So leaving church's parking lot does not mean that you are entering the mission field. Because if we look back at the definition that we just talked about, missions with the S has to be cross-boundary and going into unreached people groups. In Calvary Church in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, a missionary and in Pennsylvania, a pastor has once wrote a book called Well Sent. And there is also a Chinese name for it. model. 
每一个施工就好像一个派的一块一片。You see two circles on the slide here, and this is a type of model for how the church operates. Each ministry is like a slice of the pie. 所以我们有敬拜的施工,有儿童的施工,有拆船的施工,有很多施工都是一片一片一片一片,一个好像一个派一样。So we see a pie for worship, a pie for children's ministry, and missions ministry, just like a pie. 那另外一个模式就是宣教是在好像一个轴一个脚踏车一个车轮的轴一样那个中间的。Another model looks like a wheel on a bicycle。所以我们知道主耶稣说，大使命是要使万民做我的门徒。So Jesus said that the Great Commission says that we'll make disciples of all nations. 所以我们的施工其实是无论是成人、学生、儿童，所有的施工都是目标，要使人做耶稣的门徒。So that for all the ministries that operates in the church, the ultimate goal is to make disciples.教会有门徒，才会有人可以出去被差派。A church needs to have disciples, and then it will be able to send people out. 刚才我们看到那个模式A的时候，我们看到每当新的施工加进来，可能宣教的施工的经费就会减少。Under Model A, if we have, if a church has new ministries, then other ministries need to be cut.有一些教会觉得有宣教工作是一个施工。Some church thinks that the ministry. The mission ministry is one of the ministries in the church. So, out of sight, out of mind. And what the saying says, out of sight, out of mind. If I don't see those people working on mission ministry, then, then I, I forget about them. Mission可能要看这个牧师，看这个呃，对宣教的负担或者对宣教的认知怎么样，可能mission会增加会减少。And if the leadership of the church changes, depending on the new leader's commitment to missions, the focus on mission ministry may change.所以有人有一个呃，宣教师说，他说。教会的senior pastor和那个领导的牧师，我会把它加上去，就是说教会的长老会，如果你有长老，就是最高层啊领导的人，他们是宣教的一个钥匙或者一个padlock，就是一个一个锁。So when the senior pastor, the lead pastor, the lead pastor, or the board of elders. Either it's the key or the padlock to mission. So they控制整个宣教可不可以继续下去。但是我们如果看到model if we see under model B, 我们会看到容许宣教完全融入教会生活的每一个层面。And we see that we allow the mission to be part of every mission that the church operates. 
And I am happy that this weekend I was able to share with the children about mission, uh, mission ministry. So for children's ministry, it's also important that we teach the children when they were very young that God has a heart for everyone. And I know that for the past two years, everyone wants to zoom out and don't want to listen to any lectures through Zoom. So I encourage everyone I would like you to encourage them to attend a Zoom session I will have online from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. about uh, God's mission. We need to place mission in front of everyone. I am grateful that CCCS even has a mission conference even during the pandemic. And I believe that not only in New Jersey and Maryland, in everyone, everywhere, everyone is busy. But God's ministries cannot stop just because we're busy. Prior to the pandemic, on Fridays, because everyone is returning to church anyway, the attendance on Fridays is pretty high. We have a lot of people on Fridays. I don't know how many of you are watching online. And I'm grateful for every one of you who are here in person. And our church has also tried having a session on Saturday morning. We uh, slotted for a, uh, a time uh, that's brunch time. Some sisters still think that 9 or 10 is too early for Saturday. So we tried for lunchtime again. And some people would come for a little bit and says, oh, I have other plans, then they leave early. And we also have tried to arrange for afternoon activities. And they will say that, oh, it's in the middle of the day. I cannot do anything in the morning. I cannot do anything else in the afternoon either. International dinner, Prior to the pandemic, we also have 
dinner opportunities with various missionaries so that brothers and sisters can come and have a conversation with them. However, hosting a dinner for hundreds of people is also not an easy task. So I learned a new term called a booster shot, and it feels like the missions conference is like a booster shot for the church. So it's like a, a flu shot that we get that we have a con missions conference every year. So uh, prior to the pandemic, we started trying uh, for this concept of a mission Sunday. So we try to arrange and say to the pastors and the co-workers that for every year, uh, we have have it for three times. We have it in March, June, and October. So for those days, we will have a focus on mission no matter what we do. I believe that CCCS has its own plans. And I am grateful that the co-workers in the missions ministry have dedicated their hearts in putting together this program this weekend. It, it feels like sometimes no matter what we do, we cannot um, attract interest from our brothers and sisters on missions. If you have heard the message last night, you would remember that mission is not just for some people among us, but for everyone. If you feel that God has not called you to go out, you still have the responsibility to pray. You also have the responsibility to make offerings. Under model B, there is another aspect that if uh, the, the mission will deeply influence every aspect of the church life. And, and we, we tell whether something is important to someone by whether that person often brings it up. So 
So no matter where I go, maybe it's part of my blood, I always uh, share about mission. 我这个礼拜回去, 明天回去以后, 礼拜四晚上, 我会教, 教perspective的第七十课, so, 第七十次, so this Saturday when I go back, I will teach the 70th lesson on perspective. 因为我们看到展望课程perspective这一个课，虽然是很多很多要念的，呃，很多文章要念，很多有功课，但是会改变你对上帝最普世的心胸心怀。So even though there were a lot to talk about in the perspectives, after going through it, it will really change your heart for the world. 我去到埃及的时候，跟那边的弟兄姐妹，我教了一个叫做《Taste Perspective》，就是一个尝试，一个让你知道整个课程的内容是什么。When I went to Egypt, I taught a class on perspective that showed the overall uh, syllabus of the class. 我去到印度，我跟我也跟那边的领袖们谈到 perspective。When I went to India, I also talked about perspective Uganda. When I went to Uganda, I also mentioned the perspectives. What, what is important to you? Yesterday I asked the youth, what is important to you? And today we need to repent in front of the Lord, thinking what is important to us. I have a dream that I can share with you. And it is that the leaders in the church will pray often that God would identify those who has the potential to be sent. And those leaders will go to those brothers and sisters and tap their shoulder. And then after praying with them, they will say, maybe God has a calling for you to serve in ministry for full time. Please also pray for it yourself. I don't know how brothers and sisters feel about this, but if a church leader can pray in such a way and come to me and say, let's, let's pray, maybe God is calling you for full time. And for me, if a church leader can truly spend the time to pray for their congregation in such a way, it's a great motivation to me personally. And 
And then they can also disciple and mentor them. And a lot of churches, including mine, sometimes treat the discipleship as a class. And when we finish this class, you're on your own. But discipleship is about a life changing another life. When God was uh, discipling his, his 12 disciples, they go everywhere together, up in the mountain and down in the sea. They spend all the time together. And he also mentors them. Uh, uh, this year, I started to mentor a few sisters online because after they have attended a big mission conference, they have decided to serve in full-time ministry. However, the sending organization told them to participate in various classes. So I told the sending organization that if you need my help, I will not send them to classes. Classes are surely important. So we're in the Chinese church, and I don't know if you have felt that for the Chinese people, there are a lot that are knowledgeable. Our heads are big, but our feet are small. And so I told the organization that I, if you need my help, I will see what they need, and then I will help them. So recently, I was talking to the brother who was in charge of the next steps, and I, told, I asked him, how is it going? He said, not so well. He said uh, some have attended the classes and uh, nothing happened afterwards. I think mentorship is very important. Because it does not need more knowledge. It needs a model 
If I am a student from the medical college, I want to become a doctor. Who do I want to be my mentor? Of course, I will find a doctor. So for, for, for mentorship, if there's something that I lack of, I can find someone to help me. So my dream is also that if the church wants to send people out, if possible, let those people intern in the church. Give them opportunity to know how the church operates. I see a lot of faithful brothers and sisters in the church. You participated in a lot of activities. I am sure that you don't know how the truly fully operates. Unless you are in the seat of a pastor and have discussions, then you will know how the church operates in its detail. Especially when the church wants to send out people to plant more churches, those people need to understand how a church operates. A lot of the cases, I see that it's the people who wants to go and then tell the church, I want to go out, please send me. Pastor So Dr. Stephen Bain has once said whether it's the individuals who wants to go or the church sending them. So in our churches, I tell my congregation that if you have a heart to go, please come talk to me. I want we hope to be with you throughout the entire journey. University so I have once that in a uh, Christian college in Pennsylvania to the students that please don't treat the church as your ATM. And only go to the church when you need money. The Great Commission is what God gave to the church. 
我们都有责任帮助这些要出去的弟兄姐妹，从头到尾一直的拉着绳子帮助他们走到宣教工厂。And whether you are part of the mission ministry or not, every one of us has a responsibility to be with those people from the beginning to the end, holding the ropes. 如果教会觉得有弟兄姐妹愿意有心，但是你觉得，嗯，这个人好像不是最适合出去的，那你怎么办？ So what if you see someone who has the heart to go, but not the most suitable? 我在训练短宣队的时候，跟他们说，他们同样有这样的问题。我跟他们说，他们还没上飞机以前，我也可以跟他们说，你不能去。So I,、uh, I have seen this in other places when they were training short-term missionaries,、uh, that、uh, I will tell these people that you cannot go even before they board. And even if you have boarded the plane and arrived at the mission field, I can still call you back. Because if that person is not suitable, why are you sending them so they are causing troubles over there? There is a very important reason. And one principle is that if the church does not want to keep the person as its own staff, then don't send that person out. 无论你不想跟他同工，在这边，在本地不想跟他同工，为什么你把他送到外面，要他跟别人同工 ？Because if you don't want to work that with that person here in the church, why do you want to send that person out to work with someone else? 在拆派的时候，我们要知道教会是要出去的人一个保温箱。And we have to know that the church is a incubator for the people who are being sent out. We need to train them. We need to develop them. It's like a lab. We need to Grow them up and then give them the opportunities here to see whether they are suitable to serve. 就几个礼拜以前，我参加一个呃密集的训练。And a few weeks ago, I participated in a very extensive training. 这个教会说，如果有弟兄姐妹在一个宣道年会也好，决定要出去做宣教，你还是要回来跟我们谈。不是你的那个决定不重要，我们要跟你同走。And it is that if you have decided to serve in full time during the training, you still need to return to the church and discuss with your church leadership. It's not that your decision is not important, but that the church wants to be with you throughout the entire journey. He said, "In nine months of training, you don't think I want to attend what conference. You don't think I want to raise money." So in the nine months training, don't think about what I need to do. How do I need to raise financial support? 等到你九个月完成这个训练以后，我们觉得你是适合，我们会跟你 match 哪一个差会，然后我们负责你的需要，你的经济的需要。Yeah. Once you complete the nine months of training, we will match you up with uh opportunities, and then decide whether you are suitable to go out. 因为教会装备好，一个人才派派出去，可以延长他在宣教工厂的寿命。
because if a church properly prepares someone before sending them out, it will extend their longevity in the field of service. We may think nine months is a very long time. How Richard the The Calvary Church actually spent two years training people. And the missionaries they sent out will never return halfway. If you want to go to India to serve, there are a lot of Indian people here. If you are successful here, you may be successful in India. In nine months or two years, you can learn language. Don't send them out too quickly. There will be big casualties. A big loss. The sending church has the following roles. Praying. We say pray, pray, and pray. Selection. Not that you volunteer and then you just go. The church needs to confirm and agree this person will be The church also needs to uh, provide financial support as much as they can. And I am glad to see that for your missionaries, you have dedicated um, special brothers and sisters to connect with them and also mentoring them. A few years ago, a couple has applied for our church to support them. So we spent some time interviewing them. So while we were communicating, I felt that they truly have a heart. Uh, but there were some problems. Because this sister felt that while he was still single, God wants to send him out, send her out. And while he was sharing in different churches, and this brother also has a heart to serve and also has interest in her. So they got married. And shortly after they got married, the sister got pregnant. So they were so during the interview, she was at least three months pregnant. So I asked them, what is the church's plan for you? 
去。So the, they said the church wants us to go. 我说那你们有没有什么平台可以进去？因为他们要去到一个国家，需需要有一个平台才可以进去。Because the country that they want to go needs a, a platform for them to go. So I asked them, do you have this platform? 他说没有。She said no. 他先生说，我刚刚是 PhD 博士毕业，我可以去到那个国家，呃，去到一个大学找一个工作。Her husband said that I just graduated with my PhD degree. I can get a job in the university in that country. I said, "Are you going to teach in English or in the local language?" Have you taught before? Because obviously they don't know the local language. 我说你现在申请那个学校呃教书的资格呢，或者等到去到那边 ？I said, are you going to apply for a credential to teach right now or after you arrive? 他说去到那边才再申请。He said, I will apply after I arrive. 我跟这些姐妹说，蔡瑞要你八月到那边，你那个时候就生了。你去到那边，人生地不熟。没有 doctor， 没有没有你自己的医生，不懂语言，你怎么办 ？I said in August when you arrive, you you will um you're due, and then at that time you don't know the uh environment, you don't have a doctor, you don't have help. What are you going to do? 他说不，他们说不知道。They said we don't know. 所以问了很多问题，他们都说不知道。I asked them a lot of questions, and the answer was no. And of course, we can go in faith. However, if you would like the church to support you, there's something you should know. I said, you need to return to your church and talk to them. 所以他们离开以后，那天下午晚上我就跟他们写一个 email， 我说希望你跟我们的 interview 是一个给你们得到鼓励的一个时间。And that night I wrote them an email saying I hope the interview is an encouragement to you。他就很快，那个太太很快就回我。And the wife responded to me very quickly。他说当我回到我们在路上。回家的路上，我们两个人就开始谈。She said, "On our way back, we started talking." 她说 ，Isabel 是上帝派来对我们说话的人。She said, "Isabel is what God sent to tell us." 所以这个事情以后，我跟他们去过他们吃饭家家里吃饭，跟他们一段之后跟他们聊这个事情。And afterwards, I talked to them more about this. 但是我我会我继续鼓励他们准备去。I continue to encourage them to prepare to go。但是在宣教有经验的，我觉得他这个时候不是不是时候。However, with my experiences in missions, I felt that they are not suitable not suitable to go at the time。他们一直很感谢我给他们的这个呃建议。They were Always grateful for the advice that I gave them. 
Not everyone who wants to go is suitable to go. Not everyone who wants to go can go. If the church does not give them adequate support, they will face huge challenges and setbacks. And the sending church also has a role to prepare for uh, missionaries. The basic trainings and evaluations. To evaluate their spiritual gifts and confirm their spiritual gifts. Know their strengths and weaknesses. If you see a brother or sister with a lot of spiritual gifts, but she cannot get along with the congregation and want to send her out. And if she can't even get along with people here with the same background and language with her, and uh, once you send her out, uh, what do you expect her to do out there? And to train them uh, in terms of knowledge. And you have heard me say in this from last night, the mission is not about doing things. It's a relationship between a person and a God. It's a relationship between this person and others. And this person needs biblical support. And no matter what this person does or others, the responsibility of everyone is so that the uh, and Jesus said, teach them of everything that I have taught you. And you need to have very basic understanding on the biblical doctrine, uh, inductive Bible study, and other ways of uh, sharing. Uh, and they also need to have a very basic personality test. And some people say that this is the personality God has given me. If you don't like it, it's not on me. And this person cannot be sent out either. Because mission field is not like taking a cruise. 
It's a battlefield. You need to prepare a soldier properly before deploying him. And we know that in U.S. we deploy a lot of soldiers. And have we ever deployed a soldier who doesn't know anything and doesn't know this or that? It's okay that the soldier does not know, but you have the responsibility to not deploy him. And someone has said, if it's so strict, who can go? Because with God's calling, if the person is willing to learn and willing to be trained, then he can go. And church also needs to assess the following areas. What is his motive? What is his motivation to go? And once a young person told the pastor in the church that I really want to go to New Zealand. And the pastor said, Why New Zealand? And he said, I watched a movie and I mean New Zealand is beautiful. And the pastor said, You can go. But it's not the church sending you to go. So we need to ask some questions. And the second area to be evaluated is character. If a person's uh, attitude is that this is my character, take it or leave it, then that person does not have the heart to be more like Jesus. And the third area is competency. I believe that God can use anyone. I truly believe that God can use anyone. But we also have the responsibility to equip ourselves. And church has the responsibility to equip those brothers and sisters. Their spiritual gifts, educational experiences, can they really handle the task? If you don't know anything about the unreached people, how do you go in? You use what how, how do you go in? Through what platform? I am mentoring a sister online. She is already in a Middle Eastern country. 
他想去到另外一个国国家，更对对女性对基督教更严格的一个地方。And she wants to go into another country who that has more strict rules regarding women. 我就问他，你去那个国家，你想做什么 ？I said, What do you want to do in that country? 他说，我不会做教育方面的。She said, I will not do anything related to education. 因为他连大学的程度都没有。Because She, she does not even have college degree. 那去这些国家，除非你可以做医学方面的，就是呃，来帮助在医院或者什么的方面啊，来帮助。他说我也没有这个资格。And sometimes people go with some medical background, but she doesn't have that either. 我说你想做什么 ？I said, what do you want to do? 他说可能做一个生意吧。She said maybe a business. 我说你做过生意没有？ I said, "Have you had and done any business before?" You 写过一个 business plan 没有 ？Have you ever written a business plan before? 你筹过款没有 ？Have you ever raised money before? 他说都没有。She said, "None of these." Before. 我想你先，我就跟他说你先学。I said, "Learn these things first." 所以这个教会在这方面，特别现在我们要派人去到这些未折这些名当中，你不能把他就送过去，送出去。So when church is sending people to the unreached people groups, we can't just send them as is. Yes, 教会也要帮助他们看看他你们教会就是一个教会跟这个宣教士跟这开会的目标是不是一致 ？And we need to know that whether the uh the church and the ministry and the sending agency are they compatible? 我曾经认识一个宣教。是在啊，东亚那边服侍。I once know a missionary in East Asia. 那他们觉得他们所做的都没有一个很成功、很顺利的呃施工，几年在那边都没有什么结果，什么样的结果 ？And they felt that after years of working in the field, they were not very successful. 那他们就想，可能他们改行了，要做一个是呃换别的平台。So they were considering uh, changing platforms. So they hope they were considering operating a children's center. So I said, what do you need to do with that? 就是好像一个 playground 这样，然后小孩子来玩啊，那就可以接触各家长。So it's, it's like a, a children's playground. 我我说除了这样，你有什么计划 ？I said beside that, what plan, other plans you have? 那过了一阵子，他又换一个，想换一个啊啊 idea， 一个想法。And uh, after a while, they changed their mind. 他们其实是在一个少数民族的地方，他们说。我们要开一个 organic juice， 一个有机的水果汁的一个店。And they were thinking about operating a a juice organic juice shop in a minor people group. 我说那边的人种的东西已经很 organic 了。I said that the 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 plants in those areas among those people are already very organic. And what they eat is also very organic. Have you seen any successful cases in those people groups? So I thought about the 
So we need to ask some hard questions to those missionaries. Because before you go, everything you think about it is very ideal. I don't blame them because they don't know the details. Uh, but we can ask them and uh, to provoke some thought. If they have a lot of spiritual gifts, they can have a great job. They may not have experiences in missions. Because if that, if that person is not willing to learn, not willing to be coached, then they, he may not be suitable. 有时候我们发现 second career就是已经退休，早退休的弟兄姐妹去到宣教工厂，他们在某一方面对宣教工厂很有很有帮助。So sometimes we find that people who have second careers, those who have retired from their jobs and then go into mission fields, they may be helpful in certain areas in mission.因为他们有生命的成熟。Because they have maturity. 但是如果有高职位在美国，在在这corporation那边有经验，做director做manager做很高职位的，他说需要宣教工厂，语言不会，宣教的策略没有，而且带领的人是年轻的，他们很受不了。For those who have very high positions in U.S. corporations such as managing directors, when they go into mission fields, they don't know the language, they know the environment, and only leading very young people, they may not be able to survive. If they believe that wherever they go, they need to be leaders, then their ministry will not survive. So when we are sending out people, it does not matter of your social status, what your positions are in your companies. When we send you out, you need to receive the same training. And we can also provide well, emotional support. 因为当他们要准备的时候，他们思想这条路的时候，这个journey的时候，他们很多时候真的很困惑。Because when they are preparing themselves, they may often be confused.所以我们要出现在他们当中，英文说just being there来帮助他们。And at those times, we need to be there to support them.不要说如果你有，if you need help, come talk to me. And don't tell them, if you need help, come to me. Because um, the human nature is that we don't want to uh, bother others. 
And we don't want others to know that we do not know. And sometimes we don't know what we don't know. So show up and just being there. So just show up and be there. And then logistically, there are a lot of uh, tedious things that they need support of. And sometimes our church can support few missionaries, but with big amounts. Because in that way, when missionaries return to the U.S., they don't need to travel around the U.S. I am grateful that when I went out, our church was just established. Everything that I needed, the church provided. I did not need to connect with any other churches. So usually when someone is ready to go, it takes them 18 months to two years. So officially I was sent out on June 1st. And I left on June 14th to Taiwan, two weeks. The church has provided full support for me. And now we don't have 100% of the support. Because nowadays we would like our missionaries to also share their burdens in some other churches. So financial support and also prayer support. And communications. And re-entering. And how we help them to adapt the U.S. life. And sometimes you feel like, oh, welcome home. Welcome to come back. I can tell you my experiences. You go out for four or five years, you turn to church. Your friends may have moved to other places, may have a lot of new faces in the church that you don't know of. Home is not home anymore. And home is not the same home anymore. It's a big challenge. So in my first uh, sharing, home assignment, I probably cried more than what I've cried in the five years in mission field. So sometimes we feel that when missionaries go out, they need to spend a lot of time adapting. And we forget that when they return home, they also 
你如果 second career 的人，嗯，早退休，可能他们房子卖了回来，要住在别人的家，那只可以暂时。So for example, those who retired and then went to mission field, when they come back, their house was sold and they have to live in other people's houses, and that is only a temporary shelter. 我说这一些并不是要让大家觉得灰心，那我永远出不去了。So I say these not just want to make you feel like oh I can never go out. 我说这些要鼓励教会宣道部教会的牧长们要留意做这事。I say these to encourage the leaders and co-workers in the church to pay attention to these matters. 因为如果上帝要呼召这群人出去，我们要尽我们的责任，怎么样帮助他们 ？Because God is calling these people to go, we need to help them. So that they go in the right way. And then come back in one piece. Let's pray together. And our Father in heaven, we thank you that you blessed the church for us. And thank you for blessing the great commission to the church. We ask you to help us to the church. 牧长、教会的宣召部啊，同工们知道怎么样去支持我们派出去的宣召师。We pray that the leaders and the co-workers in the church know how to support those who will be sent out. 紧紧的拿着我们的绳索，让他们很稳定的可以在宣召工厂上面服侍生活。So that we can hold the ropes tight and they can serve steadily in the mission field. 他们在服侍的啊，里面有很多属灵的增长。And that during their serving, they may struggle with spiritual wars. 求你去帮助我们，好好的忠心的祷告来托住他们。So that pray, and we pray that we will hold the ropes tight, so that we can help them. 主，我们在宣教的施工里面都是同一个队伍。Lord, we are one team. In this mission work, we have Every one of us needs prayers. Every one of us needs to pray and support. And some of us, you will be sending them out. Pray that you help them. And we thank you for CCCS. And we pray that they can send more people out to the mission field in your name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. We'd like to thank Minister Lee for giving us so many words of wisdom. And our next speaker is Jane Behan, and she is going to speak to us about the needs and and opportunities of spreading the gospel in Edison, close by us. We thank Minister Lee for sharing with us. Our speaker, Jane, will share with us about the needs of the church in Edison and the opportunities. And I'm just giving a brief introduction of Jane. I'm now going to introduce Jane. And Jane was born in Wuhan, in China. Jane was born in China. And she came to the U.S. for graduate studies at Rutgers. 
And she found God and was baptized in 1995. And after working in pharmaceuticals for 13 years, uh, and she answered God's call for cross-cultural missions with an S. And she graduated from Alliance Biological Seminary in 2015. And she joined Global Gates as a full-time missionary about two years ago. And she started the Gujaratis Outreach in the Hilltop Development in Edison. And Jane and her husband Michael have two children. And they are our neighbors in Edison. And let's give Jane a very warm, warm, warm welcome. Thank you for inviting me for uh, sharing about the Gujarati Hindu outreach in the locally. I was a little bit late because I was trying to put this uh, Indian dress on me. Okay, next slide, please. Uh, Isabel just uh, uh, talked a very inspirational talk about our mission focus on the unreached people groups. Uh, so this is a, a diagram to show Indian with different color that designate with the people groups in India. So the little, the first, the very light brown, that is the percentage of evangelical Christians in India. And then the uh, two blue, one is light blue, the other is dark blue, both are UPGs. Now, the one is the Christian percentage between 0.2 to 2%, and the dark blue is the Christian percentage are less than 0.1%. So if you see the whole globe in North America where we live in U.S. is the, the light, light color of the yellow or brown are majority. Those are either evangelical Christians or other Christians like Catholic or Orthodox. 
But if you look at Indian and the Middle East, majority are the, the light or the dark blue. 但是如果我们看印度或者是中东的话，大部分的人都是未得之民。And those are the two largest unreached religion. One is Muslim, the other is Hindus. 那么两个最大的未得之民的信仰，就是一个就是印度教，另外一个就是穆斯林伊斯兰教。uh, next slide is to show of the UPG population of each of different states in India. Because of the contrast probably was not that clear, it's only the little yellow are the reached population, and the other white is the unreached. 那么看的不是非常清楚，因为只有下面的那些黄色的部分啊，才是就是被嗯，就是有被福音分享到的族群。那么这些白色的呢，是未得之民。And I use one area to pinpoint of one particular state, and that state is Gujarat. 那么我用红色箭头所指的这个呢，就是Gujarati的族群。Next slide, please. This is to show the map of India, and Gujarat is at the lowest east by the Arabian Sea, and that's the state of Gujarat in pink color. 啊，那么这张是印度的地图，在呃地图的下角。这个左下角这个粉色的部分就是Gujarati族群所居住的地区。In whole India, normally they divide India in North India and South India. 在印度呢,基本上被分为北印度和南印度。North India is very prevalent in Hindi speaking, while South India does not. 那么在北印度,大部分人都是说印度语。If we talk about Unreached people groups all over the world. There are about six thousand UPGs all over the world, and India occupies more than twenty-three hundred. 那么如在全世界范围来说，大概有六千多个未得殖民的族群，而印度这么一个国家呢，就有超过两千三百多的未得殖民族群。About thirty-five percent of the whole world UPGs lies in one nation of India. 那么它这一个国家就占了差不多百分之三十五个全世界未得殖民族群的数量。And why why I just pinpoint the state of Gujarat and I have my purpose for that。那么我为什么要特别提到这个Gujarati的族群呢？我有我的用意。Because of the geographic location, this state is more like uh in China like a um. Fujian or Guangdong, they have this habit of migrating all over the world. 那么根据地理位置来说，这个Gujarati这个族群，他们所居住的地方更像是中国的福建或者广东，他们有一种啊，这个族群的人民有一个特点，就是他们喜欢迁徙到各个地方。Next slide, please. And so in Gujarat, this is I said this is a state of India. 这个Gujarat呢是 
所以这个印这个古吉瓦提的人的名字也就叫古吉瓦提。All over the world, at least the Gujaratis population is 63 million. 那在整个美国，大概有六千三百万的古吉瓦提的人。All over the world, 全世界。啊，全世界。And in United States, the Indian Americans is about four to five million. 在美国可能。是四到五百万。And Gujaratis has about twenty to twenty-five percent, which means one million. 呃，那 Gujarati 人的这个数量大概是一百万。Which means every four or five Indians you meet in United States, they are Gujaratis, and the majority of them they locate in metropolitan New York City, Jersey City, and Edison. 也就是说，在每四到五个印度人中，就有一个是古吉瓦提，而他们大部分都分布于纽约、新泽西、泽西城和爱丽森地区。Because of they migrate to U.S. much longer than most of Chinese immigrants, they involve in business, and some of them are very successful. 因为他们来美国的时间比较长，所以很多都是成功的商人。and they play a very big impact in the communities. For instance, I live in Edison. Almost uh, every year during the election, I see the Gujarati's name uh, to run for the Edison mayor or the Edison councillor.像我住在Edison的话，每一年到了大选的时候，我都能看见古吉瓦提的名字，那些牌子，他们在竞选Edison的市长啊，或者是其他的官员。Next, please. They are very, very community intertwined. And the one we focus on is Hilltop in Edison.那么我们来着重的讲到的社区呢，叫做Hilltop. This is along the Oak Tree Road with one thousand units of apartments about. 10,000 Indians and the majority of them are Gujaratis. 那么这个社区呢,在这个Oak Tree路的附近, 他们有大概100套公寓,100印度人, 那大部分都是Gujarati人. I know this afternoon you may have a prayer work in this area. 那么我知道今天下午呢,也许我们会在这个地方有一个祷告的这个活动。and you may meet many Gujaratis in this community. One third of them are illegal immigrants. One third are abandoned are seniors, abandoned by their children. And one third are new immigrants. 那么在这些人中大概有三分之一是非法移民, so therefore, English may not be the language that you can communicate to everyone. So you may not be the 
among the Gujarati background so that they can reproducible according to this model with four soil feet. So we Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very specific terms for that, yeah. Um, ministry is only the platform. Ministry activity is not our focus. Uh, our focus is to share the gospel to these people who are bounded by the Hindu religion for thousands of years. 我们的重点呢，就是呃，为这些之前是通过印度教这种信仰而紧紧的联系在一起的人，向他们这些人来分享福音。Davali is coming very soon.那么印度的灯节马上就要来了。They celebrate light over darkness.要要庆祝光明的，这是一个庆祝光明的节日。But without knowing Jesus Christ is the only light. 但是如果不知道说神是唯一的光, How can we be led out of the darkness? 那我们怎么样才能离开黑暗呢? Next, please. By God's grace, uh, this June, we rented an apartment in Hilltop. Now uh, it has an official name, Prasna Pavan. 那么感谢神的带领，今年六月份我们可以在Hilltop这个社区租一个小的公寓，它的名字呢叫Prasana Bhavan。In English means the house of prayer。在呃英文呢，这个是祷告小屋的意思。Even though we very focus on praying for the salvation of the Gujarati Hindus in this community. Uh, but we know it's only the work of the Holy Spirit can convict them to believe in Jesus Christ is their only Savior. Next, please. In this August, uh, we had a safety, a different format of the safety week training. We called short-term mission on four Saturdays of August. Uh, and the second Saturday, uh, one Indian woman um, believed in Jesus Christ. And she's the first uh, Indian woman believing Jesus Christ in this apartment we rented. Uh, next, please. And this is a Bangladesh household lives in Hilltop. This is a Hilltop household. 
孟加拉来的一家人。Start this January, we start to lead the whole household to worship God, to study the word of God, and disciple them. 所以从今年一月份开始，我们就带领这家人全家在一起崇拜，并带领他们信主。Let's please. I just shared about this woman who accepted Jesus Christ in this apartment. Let's please. 这是我刚才分享的第一个接受耶稣的这个，在这个啊公寓里面接受耶稣的福音。In this picture, there is a young girl in black sitting at the sofa. She's only a senior in J.P. Stephen High School. Ah,在这张照片中，坐在这个沙发上那位穿黑衣服的啊小姑娘，她只是啊J.P. Stephen 高中的一名呃十二年级的学生。She accepted Christ through social media TikTok. 她是从一个社交网站 TikTok 上面接受耶稣的。Now we are discipling her. 那么现在呢，我们就在啊跟他进行师徒训练。And she's the first Gujarati disciple maker. 那么她是我们训练的第一个Gujarati的师徒。And she already start to share the book of John, the book of Matthew to her friends. Even right now, she's not baptized yet. 那么虽然她现在没有受洗，她已经可以，啊，已经开始和她的朋友分享马太福音和约翰福音了。Next, please. This is Gabriel, you probably know. This is one of our ESL class that we led our first Gujarati to believe in Jesus Christ as his Savior. Next, please. Oh, we also have a children playground in children program in the playground, and now eight children believe in Jesus Christ, and they continue growing in our weekly children program. 那么在我们每一周的儿童时工中呢，我们也有八个儿童相信耶稣基督是他们的主。This afternoon, if you have a chance to stay from three to six, then you may see. All these ministries in Hilltop. 那么今天下午在三到六点钟的时候，如果你有机会留下来的话，你有可能见证这些所有的施工。Next, please. Even though we have ESL children program, prayer work, debrief, simple training, discipleship, but our focus is still back to what I shared before: is to Broadly share gospel, train disciples, discipleship maker, and then planting a house church. 那么虽然我们有很多的施工，比如说祷告啊，啊，还有嗯儿童施工啊，但是我们的重点呢，依然是放在分享福音啊这方面。The last slide. Ah, Isabel just shares about how important. For us to go 
and make disciples of all nations. 那么刚才李牧师也说到，就是要去啊、呃，到呃万邦使万民做耶稣的门徒。But even from here locally. 但是就在我们身边。As Jesus before he was ascended, he told his disciple that you become my witness, start in Jerusalem, and in Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. 那在耶稣升天之前，他对他的门徒说：“你要在这里做我啊，为我做见证，从耶路撒撒冷到犹大全地，撒玛利亚。” In New Jersey, there are four hundred thousand Indians. 那么在新泽西呢，大概有呃四十万的印度人。Just along the Oak Tree Road is a hundred thousand Indians. 那么就在 Oak Tree 这么一个小小的街道上呢，可能大概就有十万。With the globalization or global colonization. Many India, they are brought into our neighborhood. 那么现在有很多的印度人呢，都他们主动的来到了我们的社区。So there are lots of opportunity to reach the unreached, just in our neighborhood, but also back to the 1040 window. 嗯，那么现在呢，我们已经有很多机会能够呃和我们身边的印度人分享福音。That Isabel and I, we got to in this group, we were training the North Indian women leaders through the Zoom. 那么刚才李牧师和我也说到，我们会在 Zoom 上啊去培训使徒。So brothers and sisters, if you feel that the mission is really the core of your church, 所以弟兄姐妹们，如果你们觉得呃，这个大使命宣教是教会的核心。As uh, uh, Isabel shares about the model B, and uh, like uh, uh, 就像李牧师刚才分享的这个呃、uh, B 的这个模型一样。Then we cannot deny there are many opportunities just in our neighborhood. 那我们就不能否认，只有就在我们身边就已经有很多机会。So welcome to join us. 所以欢迎你来加入我们。啊 ，You can contact Anthony or Gabriel. 你可以啊，呃，和 Anthony 或者 Gabriel 联系。Thank you. 谢谢。